Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week, and regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. There's a saying that goes, and we've heard this saying before. You've probably heard it before. We become the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And I think there's a lot of truth in this. When we surround ourselves with toxic people, we can tend to be toxic. And if we surround ourselves with very generous people, we can tend to be more generous. And when we surround ourselves with energetic people, we find ourselves having more energy. This makes sense. I think, I think in general, we buy into this principle. And I think we can see it in each of our own lives, at least to some extent. Now, we live in this social media culture where we're online so much. And we have podcasts, we have Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all these different things. And so some of the people that we follow the most, we don't even know. They're people online. And this is actually one of the things I like most about young adults today is that we are absorbing so many more perspectives and ideas and we want to learn, we want to grow. I think the younger generation is just more coachable. It is one of my favorite things about young adults and I've talked about this in a prior episode. I love young adults and this is one of the things I think sets them apart and why I think this generation is going to step it up in leadership and take this country to an entirely new level. Now, unfortunately... The loudest voices out there are often some of the worst examples. And some of the things that we're following are absolute hot garbage. They're toxic, selfish, greedy garbage. Now, I found myself going down some of these roads, especially when I was a young adult, because these are loud voices. And there's an appeal to some of the things that they're saying. And so I think it's an inevitability that some of these people that we potentially put in our lives, that we absorb are toxic. And so before we decide that we want to dedicate a portion of our life to follow somebody's material or, or, or their expertise, because we are, we are dedicating a portion of our life because every minute we spend absorbing their material is a minute that we can't be doing something else, that we can't be absorbing somebody else's material. And so before we decide who we're going to follow, Maybe some things to think about. And I, I was thinking about this recently and some of the people that I follow. And so I thought, maybe it's worth sharing. Maybe it's worth considering a couple things before we decide who do we really want to follow. And so, number one, do we really want to be like this person? Now, they may have a very specific success. They may have something that we were attracted to. Maybe they're, they're a killer real estate investor, or maybe they've created this really remarkable business that we would maybe aspire to have someday. But we have to think about a little bit more holistically. Do we really want to be like this person? What about their character and their integrity? If they've had all this success, do we really want to follow them if maybe their integrity is questionable? What about their family life? Maybe they've, they've hit a home run in this business, and we want a business just like that. But maybe, maybe their home life is a wreck, divorce, infidelity. Maybe they're not present for their kids. Do we really want that? Do we really want to be like them? What about the other drama in their life? Broken relationships, enemies all over the place, polarizing figure where a lot of people maybe despise them. Do you really want that? Do you really want that? 
We have to ask ourselves that. Do we really want the lifestyle that they have? Because some of these people, you, you hear these stories all the time about these, these mega CEOs, these tech startups, and, and what they had to do to get to where they're at. Do you really want that? I question that sometimes because it's easy to see the fruits of, of what they've done. It's another thing when we see what they had to do to get there. And we have to ask ourselves, do we really want that? And I think that's an important question worth asking because it takes the before to get to the after oftentimes. And so we have to ask ourselves, do we really want that before? Do we really want the sausage making it takes to get to where they're at? Consideration two. Is it even real? Are what they saying, is it even true? Or is the whole thing a charade? There's this thing going around, I've been seeing a lot of different reports and, and news stories about these, these influencers that will go and pose by other people's airplanes, or they'll go rent a fancy car and take photos with it. And they're, they're positioning themselves publicly to make it look like they're really, really successful. And there's a lot of talk, but sometimes there's not a lot to actually back it up. And sometimes there are these fancy things in their life that, that we look at and be like, oh man, I would love to have that someday. But often that is fueled by debt. That is pure debt. They might not have made hardly a penny, but they've borrowed their way into the appearance of success. Oh, there's so much of this going on. I know some of them personally, and it's gross. And sometimes we just don't see it because what we see is what they give us, and what they give us looks really really appealing. And some people may just not be who they seem. And, and I know maybe this hits close to home for some of you. Some of you not. Some of you don't care. But I think of Rachel Hollis. I think of Rachel Hollis and how her and her husband, their entire business was lauding their marriage and showing other people, look, look what an amazing life and an amazing marriage looks like. All the while, their own marriage was crumbling behind the scenes. And, and so we have to ask ourselves, is that real? Is what we're seeing out there real? I hope it is. I hope what people are offering is genuine and it's true and it's authentic. But we have to ask the question, is it actually real? And then we have to ask ourselves, do they have real experience that we can learn from or is it a flash in the pan? There's a lot of people out there that have had success, especially recently when it comes to crypto and some of the meme stocks and the AMCs and the GameStops, these things, there are people out there that have had a lot of success. And we talked about it in a prior episode about how people have had success picking out individual stocks in their investing, and they have succeeded. But we have to ask ourselves, is that real experience or is that a flash in the pan? Is that a lucky decision? And if it's just a lucky decision and they have no real track record beyond that, we have to ask ourselves, do we really want to follow that? Do we really want to rely on that? Consideration three, survivorship bias. Now, survivorship bias is this. We see somebody who has had success, and then they say, here's how I had success doing this thing. I did X, Y, Z. That is true. What they did did, in fact, happen. We can't deny it. But they're the survivors. What about the other 99 people? Maybe they're one out of 100 that it did it this way and succeeded. Now, we don't hear from the 99, but the 99 are out there somewhere. And so we have to ask ourselves, if we do X, Y, Z, does that mean we're going to be successful just like them? Or is that person the, the anomaly? 
I think about the dot com bubble, the real estate bubble, this meme stock situation that we just had. There were a lot of people in the dot com period in the late nineties that had a lot of success and then and then ultimately parlayed it into into mega wealth. Same with the mid two thousands in the real estate bubble. There was there were some people that made tremendous amounts of wealth and had tremendous success doing it a certain way. But the other people, they're not here to talk about it. They're not out there on social media talking about how they lost everything. And now I, I know people that lost everything in the real estate downturn. But the people that we see are the people online saying, here's how I made my wealth. Here's how I made my success. Here's all the things I did. And then we're thinking to ourselves, oh, great, we should go do that. But I know the people on the other side. I know the people that did the same thing, and it was really risky, and they didn't get as fortunate. And it wasn't because they weren't as good, typically. It was bad luck. It was bad timing. Or I should say it was good timing, good luck for the people who survived. Nobody's bragging about getting ruined. Nobody's bragging about their losses. We only hear about the wins. And so it creates this survivorship bias online where all we hear is about the good stuff. We only hear about the people who succeed. And then the last one, number four, we need to properly assess the risk. We can ask ourselves, what's the worst that can happen? If we want to model our life after this person, our business or our investing or parenting, you name it. If you want to model it after this person that we follow, that we admire, that we respect, ask ourselves, what's the worst that can happen? And if there's not much we can lose, go for it. Go for it. I do things all the time that that are weird or different, but there's not a lot to lose. And I'm not willing to risk my family or everything that we have over some strategy or some tactic or something that's, that's out there on social media. I'm not willing to do that. So we have to ask ourselves, what's the worst that can happen? And if there's not a lot that you can lose, why not give it a try? Why not give it a try? We've, we've recorded episodes where we talk about doing uncomfortable things, doing things that are weird. I'm a big fan of that, and I hope you know that, and I hope you hear me saying that. I'm a big fan of doing weird and different things. But if the risk is it's going to ruin us, it's not worth it. It's probably not worth it. There's going to be that one example, that survivorship bias, where we say, oh, it was so worth it. Look at what they did. It was so worth it. But go talk to the people who it wasn't worth it for. Go talk to the people who risked it all and ruined everything over it. And then ask yourself, is that a risk you are willing to take? And and if going into a bunch of debt is part of this equation, if that's what it takes to make this thing happen, do you really want to potentially risk your freedom over all of this debt? I don't think we do. That scares me to death. And I know so many people, especially young males that are going into deep amounts of debt because mathematically what they're thinking is true, it may be true, but there's a huge risk in there that they're going to end up deeply in debt. Same goes for college debt and credit card debt and borrowing for investing. There's so many areas where we can go borrow and mathematically it might sound good, but man, for a lot of us, it is going to crush us. And I felt that early in my life. I about lost everything because mathematically, this was a good thing. And I, was, I got lucky. I got very lucky that I didn't get crushed by it. We have to ask ourselves, are we going to lose our closest relationships? If we're going to go do this thing and we're going to act a certain way and live a certain way, 
do we run the risk of, of, of ruining some of our relationships? Some of our friends, some of the people that, that love us and that we love them? What about our marriage? Are we, gonna, are we risking our marriage? Are we risking the person that, that supposedly matters the most to us? Are we going to choose a life or a lifestyle that's going to potentially separate us from our kids and we miss out on all the special things of watching our kids grow and being there as a parent? Because I came from a world where it's really easy for that to happen. It's so easy. Work gets busy, you get promoted, you get caught up in it, and it can be so easy to not be present. And I find myself, even today, thinking about this, talking about this, I find myself having to make the choice every day to be present for my wife and for my kids. It's so easy to lose that. And then and last, and maybe most importantly, what about our integrity? Are we going to choose a route and choose things that may perhaps cost us our integrity? And if we don't have integrity, we don't have anything. And so we have to be very careful to say yes for the right reasons and to say no for the right reasons because integrity matters. And if we have to compromise our integrity to get to where we want to go, I think we really have to ask ourselves, where are we going? And so those are the four things. Those are the four things that I I think about and I'm encouraging you to think about when you consider who do you want to follow? Who do you want to absorb their material? Who do you want to aspire to be like? And these might be people you've never met. Maybe you'll never meet, but they do influence us. They are influential. And I love that you want to learn and to grow from others and that you're more coachable than any generation, I think, in, in American history. That's going to serve us well. But my, but my prayer is that you're careful about who you choose to follow. And hopefully these things will help you discern who you want to follow and more importantly, who you do not want to follow. I hope that adds value, guys. And if you'd like to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find Meaning Over Money on Instagram. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel, Meaning Over Money. And of course, Meaning Over Money, the financial course for young adults, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And we love our podcast listeners so much that we don't want you to pay full price. If you want to buy one of our courses, you can get 25% off by using the the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. And if you're ready to take the next step and you want to go deeper in this this meaning over money journey, that might be a great step and we're here for you. We're excited for you. And, And if you don't and you just want to listen to the podcast, we're excited to have you here. We hope you continue listening and we hope this continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 